Hello, friend, and welcome to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, higher realms, the mysteries of the universe, and source consciousness. I use hypnosis to get into a deep theta state where I am able to connect to and embody my higher self. What unfolds is a monologue that is dictated by the state of the divine flow as well as any questions I might receive from the human collective consciousness. Enjoy! Hello, my darlings, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with My Higher Self. Welcome, welcome. Today, I wanted to talk to you about the state of resistance versus the state of acceptance. I feel like there hasn't been a better time to talk about these topics in a while. We are moving through a lot as a society. You are moving through a lot individually. And I have been watching humanity be in a state of resistance as it relates to a lot of external circumstances. And so I figured today we're going to talk about the state of resistance in depth and... I would give you a quick practice towards the end of this around how to move into the state of acceptance. What does that mean? And how you would benefit from doing it. Before we get started, a couple of housekeeping items. My book is out on Amazon. I wrote it back in November of last year. It's my first book. It's called 72 Keys to Manifestation, An Ancient Path of a Modern Day Alchemist. It is a labor of love. This book is channeled from spirit cover to cover. It is a journey. It is a journey. It is a very rich book. It's a very dense book. Um, it is meant to be savored. Um, every chapter has the theoretical and the practical part. And it is meant to be an unfolding. It is meant to be a 72-day reading journey and practicing journey. And the outcome is um, creating a life that you've always wanted for yourself. Uh, it is a book on manifestation. Therefore, it is a book on creating the life that you want. But it is also so much bigger than that. It has a wealth of topics from, you know, energy work to you know, broad spirituality. So there's something in the book for everybody. And also, if you're not meditating with me on our Sacred Universe podcast, you're massively missing out. There are a lot of beautiful souls that are joining me every Sunday when we are launching new meditations and guided journeys. So I hope that you are going to be joining us soon. With that being said, why don't we move to the topic for today, the state of resistance versus the state of acceptance. I think you all would agree that a lot is happening in the world right now. It has been the case probably since 2020, and now we are on the roller coaster. By the way, this world is showing no signs of slowing down. The happening is just going to keep increasing. There are going to be more circumstances and events externally that are going to elicit a strong emotional response from you in the coming years. A whole range of things are, that are coming through the pike. And what I'm already starting to witness and what is going to get accentuated in the future is the state of resistance of humanity. 
the state of resistance to what is. So the state of resistance to the emotions, the thoughts that certain circumstances, certain events, certain happenings are creating in your life and in your body. A state of resistance to the circumstances and the macro factors of reality as well. Being in a state of resistance is like being in a warrior stance. It is a very energy-consuming stance. Being in a state of resistance is actually the very opposite of being in a state of peace, right? You have to use a lot of the reserves of your body to just be in a state of resisting something. You see, naturally, we are not created in a way where we repel energy. We are part of the one greater whole. We are part of the same consciousness that birthed us. As such, at soul level, we're very used to living in harmony with more things that we're living out of harmony with. When we're experiencing a state of resistance, it is also a state of separation from someone, something, very often it is a feeling, an emotion, or a thought form, that we refuse to process or where we exist in a state of discomfort and separation from that thing. One thing to remember about things that cause you to be in resistance to them, to themselves, is this. Very often humanity draws a lot of positive feelings because they believe or humanity believes that when you're in a state of resistance towards something, you're actually not accepting it. And as such, it is not a part of your life. However, by the time you even have an opportunity to react to something, to even decide that you want to be in a state of resistance to it, it has already entered your inner universe. It has already entered your cell of the matrix. So it is already your reality. So what ends up happening? Not only are you wasting a lot of your body's resource to be in a state of resistance to the happening. That thing that you are in resistance to also gets quite literally stuck in your energy field. Energy is supposed to exist in a state of constant motion. That is the natural state of energy. Energy quite naturally flows from one state to another. Many forms of energy. You know, we can take energy in the form of emotion, right? Emotions are not meant to be static. The same frequency that starts off as one emotion may end up on the other side of its lifespan as a complete other emotion. Same thing is true for a thought form. Right? A thought form may start in one place and then it would move towards becoming a whole other thought form. Circumstances of your life are ever-shifting and ever-transforming as well. However, the moment you are in resistance to something, this is what happens. Imagine your life was a vessel, like an empty glass vessel. 
and then a happening like an event. Let's say there is a negative event that happened in your life. And I would like for you to imagine that that event is a sphere of black energy. That event is already a part of your vessel by the time you internalize that this is what happened, right? And then if you start feeling that that event is causing you pain, there is a part of you that naturally wants to be in resistance to that, as in deny it, not want to deal with it, procrastinate about thinking about it. Like, you know, resistance can take multiple uh, forms. However, just because you're in the state of resistance doesn't mean that this black globule of negativity is not already part of your vessel, because it is. What is the natural progression when you're not in the state of resistance to this black globule of energy? What would happen? What would naturally happen is this. When you're in acceptance that that which just happened, happened. When you're in the state of receptivity as it relates to it, no matter how negative it is, this is what happens. This black globule of negativity goes through your vessel from very top, descending to the very bottom, and then it gets excavated out of your system, right? It gets released or removed out of your system to make room for other things. When you are in the state of resistance, however, the opposite is true. This darkness or the darkness of that event ends up being stuck inside of your vessel and it is stuck in a very static state where it's not able to move up, down, left, right, anywhere. And so it'll remain there. Its imprint is going to remain there for as long as you are in a state of resistance to it. That is how some of your emotions from when you were three years old are still stuck in your body. That is how some of the thought forms, by the way, that you thought in a past life are still stuck in your mental field. That is how trauma from when you were in the crib is still impacting your life today. It is doing so because your state of resistance kept it in your own vessel instead of eliminating that and moving on to bigger and better things. So all of the things that you are in resistance to are quite literally sitting in your vicinity, causing more and more uh, of things that are similar to be attracted into your orbit in the first place. So if we are truly serious about healing, if we are truly serious about changing our patterns, shifting our orbits, and moving into a future that is so much more than just a projection of our past, the only logical way for us to do so is via moving away from the state of resistance into the state of acceptance. That would allow us to quickly internalize whatever happened, no matter how negative. Internalize the entire spectrum of feelings, thoughts, emotions, experiences associated with that thing and start processing it. And by processing, I mean, start the process of elimination and cleanse. 
and detox and removal. But that healing, because healing and detox, you know, are very often one and the same thing. It can never happen unless you face whatever it is that what you would rather fight head on and accept that as your reality. By the way, I'll tell you one more thing. Obviously, trauma comes in many different shapes and, and forms and sizes. And traumatic experiences, for better or worse, are the milestones of our lives. Trauma is extremely painful. However, I would say that a big chunk of that trauma happens not from the event itself, but from the state of resistance. In fact, the state of resisting that trauma prolongs the suffering and makes the suffering up to 10 times worse. So for as long as you are in the state of resistance instead of the state of acceptance, your trauma is not only gonna run your life, but it's going to be 10 times more powerful than it would have been other ways. Things that you are in resistance to can never be eliminated from your system. Resistance is like a bookmark in the book, reminding you that this is the spot where you left off so that you could go back and shift your pattern. Acceptance is liberation. And actually, we tend to have a lot of fear around accepting suboptimal outcomes, suboptimal emotions, suboptimal thoughts and thought patterns. There is a lot of fear of like, oh my God, how could I accept this, right? But you would notice that the process of acceptance could be A, extremely quick and get you to that healing, get you to the other side almost momentarily. So what most people spend years of their life obsessing over, which is the acceptance of what is, or the acceptance of what happened, is actually the doorway to healing, the doorway to upgrade, the doorway to a better life, right? So no matter what your flavor of trauma, accepting that, accepting the happening which caused it fully will lead you to the other side and will always end up in healing, no matter what. How do you accept something? Whether that is a suboptimal feeling that you don't want to feel, really, a thought form that you don't want to think, or just a circumstance, like something happened and you're just like, can't process, and then you're like, I would just want to repel, 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 pretend that it's not happening, right? So how do you fully accept that, as scary as it is? Here's how. Here's like the quick exercise, right? The quick tip. The first step to healing is this. I want you to imagine that that which you are in resistance to is standing right in front of you, like an object or a person. You can be in resistance to a person. That's fine also. So I want you to imagine that standing in front of you. What shape is it? Does it have a color? You know? What else is special about it? I want you to examine that thing that you have been resisting. Face it, look it in the eye, so to say, instead of closing yourself down 
instead of protecting yourself, instead of building up layers, instead of closing your eyes and ears and everything else because you don't want to deal with it? What if you were to look at it at face value? And now I want you to open up your heart space. Almost like activate your heart space as if there is a doorway inside of your heart space that literally expands your chest. Remember, your heart space has an infinite capacity for healing. It has an infinite capacity for receiving. It has an infinite capacity for acceptance. And so I want you to do this. I want you to look at the object that's in front of you that you have been resisting. And I want you to take it, bring it close to yourself and drop it inside of your heart space. And then once it's inside of your heart space, just let it sink inside of your body as deep as it wants to go, accepting it fully. I want you to go chakra by chakra by chakra from your red chakra, your root center, up to the crown chakra, your white energy center, accepting that one thing in every chakra of your body, starting with the root center. Watch as your root center opens up like the flower and accepts that which you have been resisting. Then move up to your sacral, the beautiful sacral. Watch it open up and unfold like a flower. And watch it accept that thing that you have been resisting. Move to your solar plexus, your yellow center located in your belly area. And watch how that center is gently accepting that object. Hugging it, encapsulating it and enveloping it in its energy. Move it to the heart space, which you have already accepted that thing with. Then the throat area. Watch as your throat unfolds as the beautiful flower, blue flower, and accept the object in your throat area. Do the same for the third eye area, color violet, and the crown chakra, color white. And once you are accepting of this, I want you to tell the universe that you give the universe permission you are saying yes to this thing that you have been resisting. Make a declaration to the universe, your guides, your higher self. Declare that you're all in on this experience. You're saying yes to that thing. And then from this position of yes, allow the rest to transform and happen naturally. Because the moment you say yes to that experience, no matter how painful, 
The moment you say yes to that emotion, no matter how hurtful, the moment you say yes to that thought form, no matter how heartbreaking, your body starts the process of healing and elimination, right? Because if you've been resisting something, that must mean it is something probably not very pleasant. And if it's not very pleasant, then it is in your best interest to allow your system to work through it and just release and let go. But that's the trick. Just wishing that it were released or wishing that it just would go away doesn't really do the trick. Because for as long as you are in the state of resistance, it's going to stay with you every day of your life. You can only release through the state of acceptance. By the way, once you move through the state of acceptance, you're gonna to start to understand that the circumstance, no matter how awful, is actually not as bad as you thought, right? And there is a reason why you attracted that circumstance in the first place. There is a reason why it showed up in your life as a great teacher to make you stronger, to make you more resilient, to make you wiser, sometimes to make you kinder or more loving. Ask the universe, what is the lesson here? Through the state of acceptance, full acceptance of this circumstance, ask the universe why this event happened, why this object came into your life. What are you the mirror to that you aligned with that object or event or person? But also remember that everything happens for you, not to you. Everything is a learning experience. Your higher self, your guides, the universe, God, if you will, source consciousness, would never put a struggle in front of you, an impediment in front of you, a challenge in front of you, a painful situation in front of you, unless they knew 100% that it would serve you to go through that experience. I wanted to see if the collective has any questions as it relates to the state of resistance versus the state of acceptance or anything else that we talked through today. I'm ready to receive the question. Hmm. The question is, how do I know if I'm in a state of resistance to something? When something, when you start thinking about something painful and you almost don't want to go there, like you don't want to think about it, you don't want to feel it in your body, you definitely don't want to deal with it, right? Like you're procrastinating on it. Like it's almost like when you know there is a problem, but you don't want to deal with it. That is a state of resistance where you would rather not hear about it or Sometimes when you also don't recognize that that's a problem, like when it's a state of denial, a state of denial is a form of resistance as well, right? When you're like, no, 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 that's fine. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. That's not a problem. That's not, I'm not hurting over there, right? That could be an example when you are in a state of resistance to something. 
trauma always breeds resistance. But there could be, I mean, honestly, humanity is in resistance to so many things these, these days. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, very often, human beings are in resistance to a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings. Any time they are not on the positive scale, very often humanity is in resistance to them by default. Any kind of discomfort, any kind of pain, internalizing feedback, you know, negative feedback when somebody gave you negative feedback, you know, you may be in, in a state of resistance as it relates to that. Um, you may be in a state of resistance as it um, relates to processing your own shortcomings, right? Or dealing with something that you perceive to be painful, such as, well, um, I'm not perfect or I'm not enough. I'm not enough of X, Y, or Z. You know, that could cause you to be in the state of resistance. But honestly, the state of the world these days, it's pretty crazy, right? Something may happen with a government like a new law is passed. A lot of people are in resistance to some of the recent legislature in the US, right? A lot of people are in the state of resistance, uh, either seeking to fight it or in general, just refusing to acknowledge that that is reality. Refusing to acknowledge that something is reality does not necessarily make that reality go away. What it does make and what it does enable is a lot of pain and suffering as it relates to the state of resistance, right? But that thing doesn't go away. If you're in the state of resistance towards gravity and then you jump off a cliff, <laughs> gravity is still there, right? Um, but, you know, again, your state of resistance is what prolongs the suffering. And by the way, the state of resistance is probably responsible for 90% of suffering in humanity. Like, seriously. And I don't care what the happening is. Because your bodies, here's what you need to understand. Your bodies, emotional, mental, like physical, energetic, doesn't really matter. They are meant, they work like a sponge. But it's like a two-way street. It absorbs very well, but it lets go very well. That's kind of like the whole thing, right? That's why like even watch your breath, like your lungs fill in with air and then on the exhale, everything goes out, in and out. Our entire bodies, your entire bodies are a sponge. Your entire bodies operate in a very, very similar fashion. Your entire bodies, your body is an ecosystem that is meant to be constantly receiving and constantly releasing. Receiving, releasing, it goes through cycles. But then of course, as the grand sovereign of your own ecosystem, you get to decide when you wanna hold on to things, right? It's like holding on, instead of doing the full exhale, imagine you held on to air. But the parts of air that you held on to were the dirtiest parts of air, right? You'll be like, oh, let me release this like nice air, but let me really hold on to this like toxic fume. This is what you're doing when you are in a state of resistance to reality. You're holding on to the most toxic things. If you are the, the person that doesn't want to process emotion, by the way, this is like pretty big for planet Earth. That's why there's so much disease on planet Earth. All of these are stuck in unprocessed emotions. 
such as pain, not being loved, being abandoned, uh, being, you know, um, gaslighting, all of it, right? Like all of these things create emotional pain. Human beings, because human hearts are fairly closed down, human beings don't like dealing with emotions. And so very often they would spend their lives in, in denial slash resistance to emotions. And those, those emotions get deposited inside of your physical body, causing you disease, right? If you were not in resistance to those emotions, they would have moved on 30 times over and you know you would be available to bigger and better things, right? Now, very often, when true trauma happens, when, when true trauma happens, our bodies have, um, in the moment in time, our bodies don't have a limitless capacity of dealing with all the negative thoughts, emotions, feelings, pain that's coming through in the moment. So storing things for future processing is a survival mechanism. Storing things for future processing is healthy as long as that future processing happens sooner rather than later. Very often, what I witness, though, is a little bit of an opposite thing to be true. So let's say a traumatic experience happens and your body can only take in and process and eliminate about 1%, let's say 1 to 2 to 3 to 5. The rest could have been processed, the rest 90-something percent, could have been processed in the weeks following the aftermath of the traumatic experience. But that doesn't happen. The rest 90-something percent ends up being stuck in your body for decades, very often, and sometimes even travels with you to your next life, at which point it becomes actually even harder to remove. It's almost like um, you actually have, like the longer you hold on to trauma, the longer you're in resistance to something, it kind of almost like solidifies and it becomes a little bit harder for you to remove it. When it's fresh off the cuff, um, it is actually a lot easier to work through because it hasn't yet settled inside of your body. It hasn't yet established a foothold inside of your body claiming like a particular aspect of your body saying like, you know what, this is gonna be my living room, this is gonna be my kitchen, right? So trauma is very much at home in your body, make no mistake. Right? But it is also because you allowed it to, to be that. It is because you are the landlord that is making room for the trauma to stick around. That's why I think actually one of the healthiest habits a human being can establish is asking themselves every day, what am I in resistance to today? Or did anything happen today that I am in resistance to? And if that is the case, doing this acceptance exercise, dropping that into your heart, allowing that, like allowing the universe essentially to move forward with the agenda of the universe, right? Allowing yourself to be yourself, allowing others to be themselves, allowing the universe to have its own agenda, being in the state of allowing, right? Across the board. Not being judgmental around, I'm allowing this, but not allowing that, right? Allowing all of it. Because that would enable you to move through life with very little drama. 
it would make you incredibly happier. And by default, right? If you are enabling your body to do the natural cleanse and remove all the to toxins, all the darkness, then your body is going to be better prone at attracting things that actually serve you. Keeping your body pristine, keeping your body healthy, keeping your body happy, etc., etc. I was wondering if there is another question as it relates to anything that has been discussed, anything that I can help clear up for the collective. I am here to receive. How do I know that I am in a state of acceptance for something, of something? You recognize that that thing, whatever that is, has the right to be. You recognize that it is. You also almost stop judging it. When you're in a state of resistance, you're in a state of judgment. Very often you would put a label on the event or circumstance. When you're in a state of acceptance, it just is. It doesn't mean that, I don't know, if somebody died all of a sudden and you're in a state of acceptance and you feel like it's the greatest thing ever. But it's almost like the state of acceptance is a state of receptivity. And that is more the realm of the heart and less the realm of the mind. And so the state of acceptance does not require to have, to put labels on things, right? And so instead of your natural inclination towards, let's say it's an event that happened. When you're in a state of resistance, you want to give it a label, you want to give it a judgment, being like, this, this is awful, this is bad, this is so terrible. When you're in a state of acceptance, you want to say about it, it just is. It is just the fact of life, right? So when you can say about something that it is just a fact of life, or it just happened so, or it just is so, instead of saying, this is awful, this is terrible, this is horrific, worst thing ever, right? That's how you know you're in a state of acceptance, right? It doesn't mean that it causes like, I don't know, gives you butterflies in, the, in, in, in your belly and you think it's the best thing since sliced bread. That is not what the state of acceptance is. State of acceptance is just being okay with something being in existence, right? Because by the way, even though like, and let's say um, like enough of you are dealing with large problems in life when you don't know what the solution is. And when the solution also feels like a very daunting, like you really don't know what the right answer is. I don't know, for instance, you really wanna buy a house, but you don't see how that could even be possible for you. Or you wanna be able to afford your dream college, but you don't know how that would even be possible for you to get a scholarship, right? Whatever that big thing is, big challenge in front of you, when you don't know what the, this is, like what the answer is, you're very often in the state of resistance to that thing. I guarantee you, for as long as you are in the state of resistance, the right answer of how is not going to come to you. Because when you're in the state of resistance, you're actively repelling that. So when you're in, in the state of resistance, of problem solving, of how to get to X, you're actively repelling the desired outcome. In this particular case, you're repelling, you know, the, the dream house or the dream college 
or the dream job, etc., etc., right? And so you cannot align with it. But once you are in a state of acceptance, right, then your body actually naturally starts to problem solve. Your brain naturally starts to problem solve. Because when you're in the state of acceptance, you're no longer fighting. You no longer have to use your resource to fight the undesired outcome or to deal with negative emotions, right? And so your resource is available for all these other things. And so it can start creating real value in your life. You would be surprised how much of your energy is being freed up through a daily practice of acceptance. A lot of people do the daily gratitude. Not a lot of people do the daily acceptance of what is. You would be so much happier if you practice daily acceptance. You can even have like a quick acceptance journey. Sorry, not journey, journal. And record all of the things that you're accepting, right? Negative thoughts, negative feelings, uh, negative circumstance. And by the way, it's counterintuitive. It feels like if you accept a negative thought, all of a sudden it becomes like a permanent part of you. It's actually quite the opposite. If you accept a negative thought, it is, you are enabling it to be shoved, shuffled away or, you know, yeah, sifted out of your system, removed from your system. If you're in resistance to that negative thought or feeling, it is part of your orbit, make no mistake. So it's kind of counterintuitive, but that's how energy works, right? Things that are stuck in your vicinity stay with you. Things that you accept actually leave, <laughs> believe it or not. All right, well, I hope this was helpful. Um, I hope that this enables you to move through um, this year as well as the next few years with a lot more poise and, you know, a lot more serenity and peace of mind because peace of mind is worth everything, you guys. And I hope that it can open up a path for healing for you and your loved ones. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please visit thisismaria.com for more insights and offerings from Maria and Sergey, it is T H I S I S M A R I Y A dot com. We hope to see you in future episodes.